Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Late Show. I'm Nelson Late here with you today and every Monday at 11 a.m. here on Palma Talk and also Palma One for a little while. Yes, in case you ever heard, we now have a new platform known as Palma Talk. I'll talk about that just a little bit. Uh, I have a really exciting program to give you guys to talk to you today about some interesting things. Um, first, we will talk about considerate people, people of consideration, and I have some personal experiences of late that I want to share with you. Some uh, may be funny, but could be a little frustrating to me. Uh, and um, you guys know me. I'm the, Bob, I'm the big mouth that does not hold back and pretty much speaks my mind. And uh, that's going to be the case here today as well um, to talk about some recent experiences I had uh, that could be extremely annoying about, uh, you know, friends of mine. Um, I'm not going to mention any names, but I'm going to talk in generalize as well. And also we're going to be talking about our main subject tonight, which is for tipping or push upon you tipping type of issues, which seems to be an issue today. Just about everywhere you go, when people, you know, when you're making a purchase somewhere and they flip that little screen around and said, it's going to ask you a question, just answer it, please, and then hit enter. So, yeah, we'll talk about those two things. But first, I want to make some uh, some announcements here. Uh, of course, uh, we have just launched, um, just on December 1st, we launched Palma Talk, which is another uh, of our platforms, our fourth radio station right now. Um, if you're listening to me on uh, Palma One, you may want to check out Palma Talk when we're done with the program, where my program and all the other shows and podcasts uh, in English are on there. And they're pretty much looped in a way where uh, every show repeats several times a day for five days after it airs. Um, we have like a two-day gap after the premiere, and uh, we'll have the schedule up on really soon, so you could all see that, and um, and you could uh, relate to it and be able to see what your when your favorite programs are on. Uh, so Palma Talk is basically, as the name says, all talk, no music, and within a month or so, by probably January 1st, we will unplug all these uh, programs from Palma One, so we'll stick to music. There will be some specials that will air on Palma One still, but all the uh, the regular programs, uh, and we are planning on adding more, just so you know, uh, but all the regular programs will be airing on Palma Talk uh, every week, or every other week, depending on the program. So, welcome to our platform if it's your first time listening. I'm Nelson Late. I am the owner and creator of Palma Media. Along with you, I have the program The Late Show, which you're listening to right now, which I tackle different kinds of subjects. We could talk about everything from personal issues to your day-to-day -day stuff. I know my first three programs when I brought the next, the new season back, we spoke about we spoke about online dating. We will tackle some of that in the future as well. And uh, all right, let's get started by uh, first saying that the, if you are a fan of soccer and if you're a fan of the San Jose Earthquakes and you live here in the California region, or maybe you're not from out here, but you like the earthquakes, uh, we are uh, currently working to build sponsorships to our play-by-play 
of the San Jose earthquakes. In case you don't know, uh, Palma Classic is the only radio station in the entire Major League Soccer where we do a play-by-play in Portuguese. It's usually Anderson Terra, uh, Michael Rocha, and myself. We will be making some modifications uh, this upcoming season, which starts, I believe, in March. Uh, We're going to be adding some crew to it. We're excited about that and some updates and some new things coming towards our 11th season. Yes, we've been doing this for uh, 10 seasons. Uh, In 2024 will be our 11th season, and we're very excited. And if you want to be a part of the action... You know, send us a message here to Palma Media, and we have some amazing packages where you can sponsor a handful of games at a very, very reasonable price, and you'll be able to reach uh, a great audience in Portuguese, too. So it's it's very excited. We're very excited about another season of Quake Soccer, and uh, it's, it's going to be great. So inquire within about our sponsorship packages. We also have... Other sponsorships for commercials and all the other stuff, social media, etc. So please help us support us staying on the air and help support our podcasters and our hosts and everybody else that's involved in this great project. We also have Palma Futurix, in case you didn't know, it's an electronic radio station also on our platform. And uh, we are going to have a Back to the Futurix special starring yours truly on new year's eve and uh, it'll be for about three hours as we bring in the new year start starting with the east coast feed and then it'll repeat for the west coast feed here in california when the struck uh, the clock strikes midnight we will be basically streaming electronic music and techno and dance music from the 90s and beyond so we're very excited about that In case you haven't downloaded our mobile app, please do so. It's absolutely free. It's a small file. It's not going to take up a lot of space on your phone. And there's a lot of perks that come with it. Uh, Not only you'll have access to all four of our stations, but you'll also have access to Portuguese News in English. You'll also have uh, access to Portuguese Biz, which is a large Portuguese business directory uh, pretty much in North America. And um, we're excited to offer all that at zero cost to you. All you have to do is download our app by going to either the Apple or the Android store, uh, the Google store, and uh, look up Palma Portuguese Media. And you might see two versions on there. You want the Radio King version, which is our best version of our app. And uh, it's recently been updated and Palma Talk is already included and all that good stuff Um, also you may want to accept notifications if it gives you that option because every now and then we will send important notifications to your phone and you'll get it almost as an instant message to alert you for emergencies and also some information on relative things that are happening in our community and in the Palma world we promise we won't blow up your phone all the time they're very random and I've gotten feedback that people actually do appreciate some of the messaging that we sent. All right, so with all that blabbering done, let's get ourselves started, okay? So the first thing I want to talk is about, um, so recently um, I was on some time off. We had some friends visiting from out of state, and uh, uh, there was one issue 
that I used to have with my ex-wife, I am divorced now and single, and the issue was a very a common thing that would annoy the crap out of me. I mean, everybody's got pet peeves. This one goes a long way for me. And that is, I am a punctual person, okay? I've always been punctual. I'm punctual at work, which is very important, obviously. But I'm also very punctual when someone, you know, decides that we're going to do something together. I'm, I'm that guy. So if you tell me, hey, let's leave at 11 a.m., I'm ready. Let's leave at 3 a.m., I'm ready. I'll make all the adjustments necessary to be on time. Why? Because it gets really annoying when everybody makes effort and all of a sudden, not everybody falls through. So, for instance, recently, we decided to make a couple of trips to show our friends around. Uh, they were here visiting from New Jersey. And uh, we decided, hey, you know, let's go places and stuff. So I'm usually the trip planner based on my um, knowledge of locations, you know, with places to see, things to do, uh, based on my job, which was was and is. Sometimes I drive uh, charter buses and I learn about a lot of beautiful sightseeing places. So I could kind of calculate a trip uh, based on the day and where to go, where to start, where to end up, and kind of have everything timed right. So it, we, we planned on doing a trip to Yosemite National Park. And Yosemite National Park nowadays is not as busy as it was in the summertime because of, of the waterfalls. So we had amazing waterfalls in the summertime because of all the rain we had last winter. And uh, people were excited about seeing all these waterfalls. So it got to the point where the park would get jam-packed super early. In fact, I took a group there with a bus. And, of course, buses have priorities. And we have... Um, we have certain areas to park and everything, but the, they basically shut the park down by 8.30. The park was sold out on a Sunday. And when I mean sold out, I mean they wouldn't allow any more cars in because there was no more car parking in the entire park. If you could imagine what that's like. If you have, if you have any idea what Yosemite National Park is like, it is huge. It's a massive national park with the most amazing, beautiful sights you'll ever seen nature at its best and yes at 8 30 on the sunday they were turning people around now from where i live here in the valley it's roughly about two and a half hours to get there so i did not want to risk it i wasn't sure if it was going to be that busy so we decided to go uh, uh on the weekend on saturday right after thanksgiving so i i was talking to the group and there's several people involved you know that's a big group three cars, um, and we're all talking about it. And I said, okay, guys, so here's the deal. We could go early and just chill out, and there's plenty to see and do. I mean, you cannot see the entire park in one day. It's it's literally impossible. So you have to kind of pick and choose what you're going to do in that one day. But obviously, you want to get there early. And now in the wintertime, you also have, um, you know, the fact that the days are a lot shorter, so daylight is limited. So by 5.30, you basically are done. You can't see anything. It's nighttime already. So with that said, I, I suggest that we get there nice and early. Everybody agreed. So I said, okay, guys, so let's do this. Let's all leave at 5 a.m. Who's down? 
And everybody kind of, you know, some people are like, oh, my God, that's early. La, 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 la. Say, yeah, five, five o'clock is early. But if we get there by 7.30 or 8, because in the end, you're still going to have to stop to, you know, use the bathroom or grab a quick bite or whatever. There's going to be stops. You're not just going to drive all those hours nonstop, especially with a group with children and everything. So anyways, everybody agreed. We all leave at 5. Now, there are some repeat offenders in the group that I wanted to make sure were on board. I said, listen, let's leave at 5. Let's leave at 5. I'm going to be here 15 minutes prior so I could pack the truck with whatever we need so we could leave at 5, right? That was my thing. Okay, let's leave on time, please. Everybody agreed. So Saturday comes around, I get I get there about 20 minutes till, and, you know, there's stuff already ready for me to put in the vehicle, I do, I start packing things up, and then I notice some people in the group are not ready, which starts to frustrate me. The other cars show up, everybody's there on time, except for this one person. Now... I'm not going to badmouth this person publicly, and I'm not mentioning names. But here's the problem that I have. I don't mind driving. I've always been the one driving to places. I love driving, and I love sightseeing as I drive. Um, And the biggest compliment you could give me when I'm driving is you sleeping in the car. Because it means you're comfortable, and you trust my driving. And And most important, you're comfortable. You're sleeping. So, getting up early is a sacrifice for everybody. I get it. It's a sacrifice for me. But if we agree we're going to leave at a particular time, if we agree we leave at 5, and we end up leaving at 5.30 or later, it is a way of telling me, fuck you, I don't, I'm not considerate of you. Because then you end up going in the car, you end up falling asleep, and I pretty much have to drive the entire day, which I don't mind, But I could have slept an extra 30 minutes. I could have slept an extra 30 minutes. I'm getting up early to be on time. You're getting up late, not being on time, and then you end up sleeping in the car anyway. That is fucking inconsiderate. Super inconsiderate. The least you could do is get up with enough time to be ready, and yeah, it's going to suck, and you're going to be tired, but you're going to sleep in the car anyway. So... I mean, am I am I exaggerating here? Am I wrong? I mean, if I am, if you feel otherwise, please say something. Like, make some comments. Send us a message. I mean, you can send a message to Palma Media on on on, on social media. I want to know. I want to know if I'm really wrong here. Because if I am, then you know, okay, I'm I'm wrong. But I think it's super inconsiderate that. I'm getting up early to leave on time, sacrificing my own sleep, and I'm going to have to be awake all day and all night driving back home for someone that really doesn't really care about getting ready. And by the way, when I got to the place, uh, one of the things I saw them doing at close to 5 in the morning, instead of getting ready to leave, they were actually washing dishes. Yeah. By hand. (laughs) So... I mean, can't you prioritize things a little bit better? Can't you, like, leave that alone or do it earlier by getting up earlier? Let me get up 10 minutes earlier so I could do dishes. I mean, what the fuck? 
Am I wrong here? Am I fucking wrong of being this upset about this? Because this is a pet peeve for me. It really is. I love to be punctual. I love to be on time. And by the way, all the other people that showed up on time, they ended up taking off about 30 minutes prior. So they didn't even wait for us to leave on time. I mean, actually, let me rephrase that. They were there on time. They left on time. They left at 5 o'clock. Then they had to go put gas or whatever. So they did their own thing. And they actually ended up waiting for us at our scheduled first stop. But they were there on time. So my car was the late car. <laughs> not not L-E-I-T-E. The late as in L-A-T-E. Which I hate being L-A-T-E. So, I mean, it, it was really upsetting to me. It was really, really, really upsetting to me. So let me know what your comments are, whether I'm right or wrong. I want to hear all about it, okay? Cool. So that I, now that I got that out of the way and I vented that, <laughs> let's tackle on the next subject. Forced tipping. And why do I use forced? I know that's not the technical uh, technical name for it. But I feel like it's forced upon you in a way. So how many times has this happened to you? You go to, let's say, a little deli or whatnot. Now, deli is not really a good example. Let me say I went to a, um, I was I was taking a, a basketball team to Reno one time. And uh, we're at a concession stand. Now, concession stands, I get it. There's people in the back working, making hot dogs and all this other stuff which is their job, okay, somebody gets paid to do that, okay, you can make the argument, well, you know, uh, people that wait tables, that's also their job, yes, but the difference is they get paid, most of the time they get paid crap, because they rely on the tips, that's how they make their salary, okay, which I don't agree with either, but whatever, if you're getting paid to make hot dogs, and stock up the popcorn, and do all this other stuff, that is your job. If I go to a concession stand in a arena, and there you come with a flipping the thing around and say, "Oh, can you please just make a, a selection?" and uh, and I and I already know what they mean. It's basically tipping. So, so this one time, uh, and this was actually not that long ago in Reno, I, I was at a at a university uh, arena with a basketball team to watch a basketball game and I love to have I, I know I'm weird but I love concession stand food not because it's good quality food but I just love the the vibe you know you're there you're eating some chips or hot dogs or whatever the greatest stuff on earth for you to eat of course but it feels good because of the mood because of the fans the game it's just it just feels right you know I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to me right now going, oh yeah I get it you know my father my 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 father God rest his soul he he the first time he had like a hot dog was at Yankee Stadium and he went on the rest of his life claiming that was the best dog I he has he had ever eaten. <laughs> Not that the hot dog was that great, but I get it. You eating a hot dog, you had a ballpark, it just feels nice. So here I am at this arena in Reno, Nevada, ordered some food, and they flip the fucking screen around and they say, can you please make a selection? And I'm like, you got to be shitting me, right? All you did, and I'm trying to remember what I got, but I, I want to say I got chips. So basically, they just grabbed chips 
and and that was it. Like they didn't even do anything to them. And they flipped that thing around, and I noticed there was like six options on the screen. Now this is a screen the size of a, almost like an iPad, so it's not a small screen like a phone or anything. It's actually large size. And I remember on the top left-hand corner said no tip. And then it was like 12%, all the way down to the lower right-hand corner that said 30%. Now, how do I know it said 30%? Not that I was looking for it, because the first thing I look for when they do that is the zero no tip option. And I swear to you, the moment I click on the zero no tip, guess what was activated? So I clicked on the top left-hand corner, and it activated the bottom right corner of the 30%. And I'm like, what? So at this point, I'm pissed because the moment you hit that button, it immediately goes to processing, and you're done. You're fucked. Guess what? Transaction's been made. You've been charged. Fortunately, it wasn't a lot of money because it wasn't a lot of food. But I got hit up with 30% by hitting no tip on the opposite end of the screen. And there's no one that's going to convince me that that was a, a mistake. That shit was designed that way. Because there's no way that you're going to hit it on one end of the, of the screen and it goes to the opposite end and goes to the mo- from the no tip to the most expensive tip. There is no way. I mean, no way. Maybe somebody could prove me that there was a technical glitch. I don't buy it. I think it was done on purpose. And the moment that it immediately goes right into processing... I was pissed, to say the least. I didn't want to make a big deal about it because, again, it wasn't a big amount. But those people basically forced a tip on me. And I didn't want to be that guy causing a scene over a couple of bucks because, again, the purchase was not that expensive to begin with. But I was like, what the fuck? What just happened? So let's face it. We all come to those days where we're at a store or at a restaurant or whatever. I mean, even Starbucks is doing it. It's funny because now, but but at least Starbucks, there's somebody actually making your coffee out there. The baristas are good working people. They 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 got to deal with a lot of. I mean, I just usually pick just the regular standard stuff. There's a lot of people that ask for this with. This many sugars and that many creams and light on this and little ice or low ice or no ice. Like, and they're super particular. And these people, these poor people have to take this, all these details and make their, their drink, you know, with all the details. Because if not, Karen's going to be pissed off that she didn't get her fucking coffee with. She got it a little too sweet more than normal. So it's a big deal. So I get it. These people are hard workers, and they're out there making the coffee in the background, and and they deserve to be tipped. But if all you're doing is sitting behind the counter, if you're not bringing food for me, if you're not actually making, I mean, again, like cooks, cooks are, are underrated in my opinion. They're they're hardworking people, and a lot of times they don't even make that much. Or when people come serve you at the table, you have to tip them. You just have to. But the fact that every little place you go to now flips that fucking screen around and asks you to make an option, it's frustrating. Just yesterday, as a matter of fact, we're at a, we're at a casino, not too far from here, and they have a little diner in there. Pretty cool place, you know, just a lot of old, you know, traditional, you know, burgers, hot dogs, stuff like that. 
And funny enough, they had one of those new robots. I'm sure you guys have seen these where, you know, the robot, they have it has a tray on top and it brings the food to you. So they used to bring the food to the tables. They don't do that anymore. They just punch in a couple of codes to the robot and the thing kind of brings the food over to you, which is cool to watch. I mean, it's it's I've seen it before, but it still blows my mind how far advanced we are um, as far as technology, right? So this little robot brings the food over to you. You take the tray off the robot and it returns to its normal position right over there by where they put the food in. So it was very surprising to me that when I placed the order for the food, sure enough, the woman goes, okay, it's going to ask you a question. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? You don't even bring the food to me anymore. You don't check on our food. You don't check on our drinks. You don't check on shit. Now all you're doing is literally punching in a code on this machine that's going to bring us the food while your ass is sitting behind the counter. Why the fuck should I tip you? Why? Now, just to make one thing clear, I am not a cheap tipper because I work in an industry that appreciates tipping. I mean, I'm a bus driver. I appreciate tips. And when people give me a generous tip, I'm very appreciative because I'm providing them a service. So drivers, bus drivers, limo drivers, taxi cab drivers, Uber drivers, everybody deserves a gratuity. Um, if, again, you're serving tables, you, you're waitressing on tables, you deserve a tip. You deserve a tip if you're doing somebody's nails, if you're cutting somebody's hair. I get that. But why the hell should I tip you if you're just sitting behind the counter doing absolutely nothing other than taking my order, which is your fucking job to begin with? So where's this going to end, everybody? Where is it going to end? I don't know, but I got an idea. I'm considering creating a group on Facebook to tackle the problem. I'm not kidding. I've, I've... those of you who know me very well know that I've created a couple of Facebook groups already, including one more recently that was very political. Hint, hint. Not saying anything. But I'm going to create a Facebook group to create a community of people who are against this fucking bullshit. Because now what's happening is, and I've read articles about it, a lot of the employers, okay, the owners of these uh, restaurants or businesses, they're pretty much cutting back on pay. So when an employee has been there a certain amount of time and they request a a raise in their salary, they're getting hit with, well, now you're getting gratuities that you weren't getting before, so no, I'm not going to give you a raise. Now, we're adding to the problem by giving these people these these tips because now their their employer is going to base their salary based on tips, which, by the way, are not guaranteed. And if it comes to me, you ain't getting shit if you're not providing me a service. So they're basically, the employers, the employees are getting shafted. I get it. This is not their idea to put this on the system. I'm sure it was the employer's idea or the the, the host of that device, uh, that system that, that charges the credit cards. Because look, there's nothing wrong in having a tip box, you know, next to the register at every business, it's it's totally fine. Especially in the holidays, people could be more generous than normal. Why not throw a couple of bucks in a tip box? But you forcing it on me because of credit card, you know, I'm charging it on my card or Apple Pay and you're kind of forcing it on me. 
that seems very, very pushy to me. A very, very Shadian, if I have to ask. Because it's almost like, it's not like they're turning away when they when they face that thing. And, and whatever button you, you hit, they're going to see what you just did. So it is a little awkward at first. And I feel a lot of people feel awkward in not tipping. A lot of people feel awkward in not tipping well either. Because sometimes, depending on the amount... Anything from a 15 to an 18 to a 20% tip, you know, it's only a few bucks difference. And when it comes to good service, I like to tip well. So it's almost, I almost feel like if I'm going to be tipping forcefully, I almost have to tip well as well. So it's it's kind of a hard thing to to get away from. Um not to mention that, obviously, I don't want anybody spitting on my food because I didn't tip them. <laughs> that would be extreme case. I don't think that happens that often. But it does happen. If you think about it, it does happen. Um, so, I mean, how do you guys feel about this? I want to I get some feedback from all of you. Let me know what you think. Send us a message. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, send us a message through social media. Let us know what your thoughts are on both of these issues. And uh, and I'll have a follow-up show in a few weeks so we can talk more about it, okay? I'm really looking forward to it. So this is Nelson. I'm going to be signing off uh, earlier today. We'll do a little bit over a 30-minute show. I really thank you for joining me. I hope you had a great time in our program. And don't forget... Uh, Pama Talk is the way to go right now when it comes to our programs and our show's premiere, my show premieres on Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Thank you so much for everybody and uh, hope you enjoy your week and I'll talk to you guys next weekend. Bye-bye.